0: All right, woo, 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 okay, today what we're going to jump into is investing in stocks for beginners, so you, I know you want to get into the stock market, you want to figure out how to start growing your net worth, start growing your portfolio, and the people that get successful and get wealthy in this world are the ones that own assets, they own things that they can take, that'll take and grow up in value. One of one of the easiest ways to get into stocks, I'll take and I'll break down three secrets, what makes this stuff work so well, and what 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 it'll cause you to be interested in stocks okay like one of the one of the challenges that we have is we don't sometimes we don't like a person's got to be very well balanced be able to run and operate a business successfully and a lot of times like you've got a technician the guy that actually turns the screws and makes stuff happen there's another person in this portfolio where he's the. The guy that can run operations, he can execute and he can make sure that things are working systematically so that it successfully creates profit. And then you got to have like these visionary people who can, can anticipate and create ideas and stuff that people can execute on so that you're moving in the right direction where the opportunities lie. Problem is, is like us as individuals, we typically seem to be polarized towards one or the other, but we don't seem to have a strong... Um, strength in each one of them individually and the problem. And so when you get into that dynamic like that, you'll see guys that are like technicians that try to create their own businesses, then they take and they fail. And the big reason that they take and they fail is, is they're not well balanced. They actually are, it's almost as though they're polarized towards one towards another. And uh, one of the cool thing is, is, when you get involved investing in stocks and stuff, you can start identifying companies that not only do they have technical expertise and talents, to be able to operate it, but they also have managers who know how to take and to execute to crank out the cash, and then they got visionaries that help steer the ship into the right types of opportunities so that they can be successful, and that's like one of the big secrets behind getting into stocks, so you're like, hey, I'm interested. I want to jump into the game, but how do I jump into the game, or how do I start creating revenue or, or, or creating an opportunity for me to start growing wealth? And the challenge is, is you're not going to have a lot of these different assets or these talents or skills um, individually what you need from a collective team to do it. And, but you don't have to possess all those because the cool thing is, is when you start investing in stocks, you can buy into companies that have already put the machine into place that allows you then to take and to move forward and execute. Like you look at the beginning days of like, Wal- um, not Walmart, but you take and you look at, at McDonald's. Um, one of the cool things, like I read the book uh, Ray uh, Ray Croc grinding it out, and he talks about like like how he took and they took and they made like perfect hamburger patties. Like they had systematic ways to create the patties, to create the perfect size, to have the right fat ratio into the right types of meat, to make sure that the meat wasn't diluted with different products or or like hearts and livers and all kinds of weird stuff. So they had quality controls on that. Then they had quality controls on how they made the French fries. And as, you, as I read that book, I'm like, wow. Like McDonald's literally created a machine that was so cool that at first blush, you don't even notice the, the details of it. In fact, until you read the book, it's hard to appreciate what he went through to take and create that. Okay. And as long as he went along that way, he actually had to put people and experts in place to allow that business to grow. And so when you start investing in stocks, the first thing to kind of recognize is like, it helps to be able to buy into a slice of a business. Uh, Owning stocks is, is actually owning a slice of that business that then allows you to benefit from all the different talents of folks that can take and make a business successful. And so what I'll do is I'll break down three things that'll help you get into the game. That the three things that you need to understand is so like number one is, um, when you buy into a stock, you're literally buying in or hiring out by putting your money into it. You're literally hiring out somebody to run and operate your business. Now you might not be a huge business owner, maybe in the beginning because you don't have tons of capital, but what it is is you're hiring these guys to take into your capital and to be able to grow it. Um, and it allows you to buy their expertise. Okay. So that's number one. Okay. Number two, one of the cool things about getting investing in stocks, okay, is when you're, when you're doing it, you don't, if you don't have a lot of money up front, like when I want to go buy real estate or something, I've got to put 20% down on a piece of, on a property, and so that'll cost me probably 25, 30, 40, 40,000 bucks when I took him, when I acquired him in the past, and so it got very capital intense to be able to start acquiring those assets. And like you can get into stocks and you can be, I mean, let's just say you only have a thousand bucks that you're able to take and invest. That's enough that allows you to get into the game and to start buying slices and slivers of these companies, Okay, which is super cool. And so you can be an investor without having a massive amount of capital. So that's that's kind of number two. And then like I'd say secret number three is, one of the cool things that has recently happened, um, when every time you used to make uh, trades and you would trade stocks in and out of stocks and stuff, they would charge you like 7 to $10 uh, transaction fee for making those trades. And as you start making a lot of trades, you could quickly discover that all of your money could have gotten wiped out in the trading fees. And those trading fees have actually been removed, so you can now make your trades for free which means that if you don't have a lot of capital maybe you're rolling into this thing with 300 bucks or 500 bucks or something like that, that means that you no longer getting charged those fees. And so your actual capital is not getting wiped out by that. Now, when I, uh, a couple things to look at, like what, you know, the way I like to, I set mine up. I went to TD Ameritrade. Um, I I like their platform. I haven't tried a lot of them. Um, I tried, uh, was at, uh IB integrated brokers um i can't remember what it was called i liked that one at the time because it was only $1 to be able to make a trade versus what i was pl- paying on TD Ameritrade was around 7 bucks and but the fact that they took away all the trading fees um i like TD Ameritrade's platform better and so you could literally just go to TD Ameritrade or pick one of your e trade or pick up uh Um, I can't remember. There's a few different platforms, but literally, you can go in there. You can set up an account. Um, You don't have to put a a significant amount of money into it, okay? And this will allow you to get in to position yourself so that you have capital set there inside, like one of these uh, these brokerage accounts, that then allows you to be able to start making your transactions. And then what you're going to do is you're going to start looking for and identifying companies that actually have value. Uh, one of the, one of the ways you'll hear like, uh, um, Warren Buffett talked about he'll, he, he, he kind of in the beginning, what he described is he would look for like, uh, he'd call it cigar butts. Okay. What it is, is these companies where the stocks have been beaten down so much that the stock, the company itself still has value, but it's as trading as though it has no value and he says, the thing is, is it's, it's like you're walking down the street and you see this soggy cigar butt that's on the ground. And he says, then you can bend down and you can pick it up and you can take one last good puff out of it. And he says, it's kind of soggy. It's kind of gross, right? But you can pick the thing up and it still has, stuff, still has life in it. And he was, he was looking for companies in the beginning that took and it actually met that criteria where it was just kind of nasty, right? But it, it still had value. And then he would find a way to take and to unlock that value. Um, and sometimes it was just passage of time. Sometimes, you know, it or Somebody, somebody come in and buy the assets, buy up the whole company. Um, but they would end up paying a premium to take and to buy the current shareholders out. And so he would find companies like that. Um, if you want to dig into that and understand better how Warren Buffett did it in the beginning, um, he followed a guy by the name of uh, Benjamin uh, Graham. And so... Here's you a mammoth book. It's called uh, Security Analysis. The one I've got is the sixth edition by uh, McGraw Hill. So uh, it's uh, it's called Graham and Dodd, uh, Benjamin grad. and then uh, his partner. His I can't remember his first name. His last name was Dodd. But Security Analysis. This guy who he was the mentor for Warren Buffett, and then later he compacted it. He made it simple, and he wrote the this book called The Intelligent Investor. Like one of the things that couple things that you can look for if you're not sure exactly what to look for um being able to start pick out stocks i would start looking for stocks that have they've been if you look at it they've been in business for more than 10 years in fact it'd be better if they've been in business for more than 20 years meaning that the company's been around i would look for a company that's been able to have a dividend for the last 20 years um And then look for one that is trading for less than 15 times earnings. And if you find those three things, that typically can create a margin of safety. Um, And what I mean is a margin of safety, one of the big things that you're trying to do is you're trying to protect your money, meaning you don't want to lose it. And one of the ways you can take and protect yourself is identifying companies that have been around for a long time, has a history of paying dividends, and it's trading for less than 15 times earnings. Now, if you're not sure what 15 times earnings means, it's like it, based on its revenue, how many years would it, if you put your money into it, how many years would it take to be able to get your money out? And you'll see a lot of stocks seem to trade about 15 times earnings. Um, and so that, that's, a, that's a good guiding post. Another good guiding post is, for I'll give you a fourth one, is take and identify companies with um, a market capitalization um, of over a billion bucks. Which means they've been around, they're well capitalized. You know, there's enough talent inside the company that allows it to operate. Um, and like, if you find those kind of those four little elements, like that's the basics to be able to start getting into the game of investing. So, anyway, one thing I highly recommend is get this book, The Intelligent Investor. Jump into it, just read it. Particularly, pay attention to chapters eight and chapter twenty. Those two will help you take and get your head wrapped around the, the way to invest in stocks. Anyway, um, okay. Hope you found that uh, that useful. We will talk later. So this is a rags for riches transformation. That's what I'm looking to do. That's what I'm looking to show you how to do. You can go to asksolarmic.org, um, find me, and we can, I can see what I can do to help you. So talk to you later. Bye.